This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Dedication to love, because that's all there is. In the end, you realize that to find the ultimate peace, the entire journey is about discovering ourselves, who we are meant to be in this world, how to be more loving, kind, and compassionate toward ourselves and others. We learn the interconnectedness of all things, and the only way to this place is to honor our authentic selves to be okay with our imperfections and to have the courage to heal in love anyway. Sometimes the journey is arduous, but unless we are willing to find our way back to wholeness, life will always seem disconnected and fractured. It is only in learning to slow down, lean into healing and surrender ourselves entirely that we find our true strength, self-love and the deep connection we all seek. Valeria Tellez interviews Zara Carson, the author of Six Weeks to Happy, The Ultimate Roadmap to Retrain Your Brain for Better Health, Greater Abundance, and Long-Lasting Happiness. Certified in Mindset Coaching and Neuroscience, Zara Carson is an inspirational public speaker, as well as a trusted personal success coach to dozens of global executives. Voted by Yahoo Finance as a top 10 success coach, she is the best-selling author of Six Weeks to Happy, and the creator of The Rewire System, a groundbreaking methodology that retrains your brain for greater happiness, health, wealth, and success. Her company, GetZend, offers a suite of interactive tools that include online video training and an award-winning app to help you stay on track with your life goals without compromising your life experience. With over 20 years of experience as a top-tier management consultant and corporate coach, Goal-setting and producing results became second nature for Zara. She now coaches corporations, business executives, and industry leaders on how to achieve their career goals while also experiencing a more fulfilling life. Most recently, Zara was awarded a Top 100 Healthcare Visionaries Award by the International Forum for Advancements in Healthcare. She holds degrees in psychology, applied positive psychology, and neuroscience and is certified as a Master Neuro-Linguistic Programming Practitioner and Life Coach, Master Hypnotherapist, and Master Timeline Therapy Practitioner. She also continually advances her education in quantum, metaphysics, and related fields to bring you the latest research and most innovative tools so you can continue to achieve and thrive. Zara sits on the board of the World Happiness Foundation whose mission is to create a world where we can be free, conscious, and happy. Zara also works on her passion project with the Steve and Marjorie Harvey Foundation to empower young girls to move past limiting beliefs so they can live more powerfully. 
meet Zara at getzend.com. Here's the interview with Zara Carson. In your own words, who is Zara Carson? <laughs> Hi, Larry. Thank you for having me. Uh, I, my name is Zara Carson. I'm an author, entrepreneur, and CEO of a company called GetZend. I have a background in neuroscience, positive psychology, and mindset coaching and consulting. And I had a 25-year career where I got to work as a trusted advisor to C-level executives and managed lots of different projects that ranged in size from you know five to 50 million. And I started to see so much data coming together, so many patterns in the data. And so I used all of that research in my studies and in my, in my work experience and my coaching practice to develop a simple set of strategies called the rewire system that you can learn in just six weeks to help bring you lasting change in your life. So you can finally find that success, that wealth, that health, that happiness that you need. And so, you know, getting ready for this program, I just, I get so lit up because this work really is so powerful. And I'm just excited to be here with you all today and get to share it with your audience. Mm -hmm. So that's a little bit about me. Ah, yeah, and I have lots of questions to explore <laughs> all that, or some of that. The first question is, do you feel that what you do now is uh, would you call it a purpose or a mission? Oh, yes. This is for sure my sole mission. I think, you know, if I were to share a little bit about my history and how I came here, you would understand what mm. I mean. So would it be okay to share? Yes, please. So I was born in South Africa during apartheid, which was, you know, obviously a very racially divided and segregated time to be born into South Africa. And so, you know, I think experiencing those set of circumstances at such a young age. I mean, it's, you know, you could say it's traumatizing, but it's also just challenging just because you, your little brain doesn't know how to process, process such complex concepts. Like, why are we not all living together? Why are we not all for each other? Why aren't we working together? And so you create these little stories about yourself. And the story I created to explain my world in that situation was, oh, I guess I'm not good enough because of who I am or the color of my skin or whatever that reason was, my little story became I'm not enough. And so I thought, you know, as I went through my life, I always just had this big view of how I wanted my life to be. And so that little story running in the background of not feeling like I was good enough or smart enough or anything enough, I, I realized that was not enough for me. I needed to learn how to move beyond that. And so that became my fascination. I became really excited and that became my passion to try to uncover the human condition and why we think and feel the ways that we do, why we create these little stories for ourselves that don't seem to be serving us very well, because who wants to live in a world where they're not enough? I'm sure everyone would choose otherwise if they just knew how to train themselves out of it. And so that became my fascination is I first wanted to learn how to unpack that for myself. And then once I discovered how to do that, and my whole life changed, I mean, it went exponentially up in terms of my level of peace, in terms of my ability to love myself, love my life, 
how many blessings poured into my life after that. And I just thought, oh my gosh, this is what I want to teach people. And I don't want them to take 30 years to unpack it like it took me. I want to be able to teach people in a really quick and easy way how to do this for themselves so that they can finally have that peace that they want, have that better health, the love, the success, the happiness, the joy, the freedom, the excitement about their life. I feel like so many people are stuck and struggling and wondering how to create change. And and I'm such a take action person that I figured out very quickly how to do that for myself. And so that became my sole mission. And if I could teach people how to be happier, more at peace and also healthier, wealthier, more successful, more joyful, more, more grateful, more peaceful. Yeah. I think that's Mm -hmm. a pretty good soul mission. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I love that. I love, I mean, who wouldn't love, you're right. This kind of living is not even a lifestyle. It's a way of living, of being. Yeah. I agree. And I love the way you say that too. This, my soul's mission sounds very spiritual. Do you have a spiritual, let's say, idea, concepts, belief systems? Oh, yes. 100%. I think we have to acknowledge the fact that we are you know, we are energetic beings. We don't just have our physical body. When we think of health and well-being and happiness, we don't just have to be in a good state of physical health, but we actually have four other bodies, four bodies in total, three other bodies. So we have a spiritual or energetic body. We have a mental body, an emotional body, and a physical body. And I think where most people get stuck is not actually in the physical body. All of us can take action when we want to. All of us can take action when we're when we don't have the courage to, all of us can do something when we're terrified. All of us have done that. Think of, think of starting that first day at school when we were nervous and scared. Did we do it anyway? Yes, we did. And we figured out how to navigate. Think about, you know, anyone that's had a child before, how terrified were you before you brought a child into this world wondering, do you have the skills to bring a life and and raise a child? Of course, but we figured it out. We learned it anyway. And so what I came to realize is it's not by lack of trying and it's not by lack of action, which is what happens in the physical body. So if I can explain the four bodies, the spiritual or energetic body, it's not faith-based. It, you know, energy trickles down from source or the universe or God or whatever your belief system is, and it enters our energetic body. And we have to talk about it because we can't not talk about it anymore. We know when something feels good and feels bad. We know when something feels stressful and feels light or heavy. We know when something feels, you know, makes us feel happy and excited and full of love and passion and hope. And that's what I wanted to bring to this world is to understand what are those barriers that keep us locked in fear. So energy, as it flows from the energetic body, it flows into our mental body first. So it hits our, you know, our brain, our thought processes, our critical thinking, our decision making. And this is where we set goals for ourselves is in the mental body. And then energy flows from the mental body into the emotional body. And this is where All of our memories are encoded and stored. All of our past experiences, all of our negative emotions are stored. And so this is usually where people get stuck. This is where fear and self-doubt and all of those limiting beliefs that, that stop us from really truly having the fulfilling, loving, kind, thoughtful, supportive, passionate relationships we want, or from having those 
those goals around wealth or creating a business or expanding into a much greater abundant mindset and abundant lifestyle, or when we get stopped in even achieving our health and fitness goals, because you can have all of the right recipes for the perfect diet and the perfect exercise regimen. That's not what's stopping you. What's stopping you is usually in the mental, emotional body. So energy flows from the energetic body through the mental down to the emotional. And before we even get to the physical body, we get stuck. And so we really need to start looking after all four bodies and do, you know, do what we need to do in terms of tools and techniques to learn how to better vibrate all of those four bodies in harmony so that we can actually achieve a level of peace and vibrate at a level of happiness. So when I say vibrate, you can feel that in your physical body, you know, because you also know what the opposite feels like. You know what it feels like to vibrate at a lower energy, which is more around, you know, heaviness or sadness or despair. That vibrates and feels very different in your physical body. So we have to start looking after the energetic body as well. So, you know, there are certain things you can do to engage each of the four bodies and make sure that they're healed and open and working well together and working in alignment. And once they are, you find this state of flow that is beyond compare. And we all have had moments of that. But what I wanted to strive for was to teach people a set of tools and a, and a system called the rewire system, where we could retrain away from stress and back to calm so that we did have focus and we could reach our human potential, you know, peak performance and, and how to be the best version of ourselves. And I think that's what I created here with the book Six Weeks to Happy. So absolutely. Yeah. And I'll be we asking have, you, you know, spiritual side. Is that something that would you call dynamic balance or state that it takes practice somehow? Would you say that takes practice to get there, to stay there or state of harmony? It's not a destination. It's not a destination. And you're absolutely right. It does take practice. And the other thing is it's not a one size fits all formula. It's unique. It's personal to you. So what Valeria needs is different than what me, or, you know, what I need or what my family members need or what my partner needs or your kids or your colleagues or your friends. Everyone is so uniquely gifted and so uniquely talented, but also so uniquely taxed in terms of what creates stress and anxiety and worry for them. So you really have to tap into, you know, happiness, this, this thing that we call happiness is not, you know, it's not as easy to achieve as most people think. And that's partly, I think the reason is because we are not really asked in our lives, what makes us happy? What do you need right now to feel peaceful? What do you need right now to feel grounded? What do you need to feel your best, your most energized, your most vibrant self as though you're living a, a life that you could only dream of? We're usually just given some instructions. Go to school, do well at school. When you finish school, pick a job, pick a career, do well at that. You know, climb the corporate ladder, make some money, make some more money, get the car, get the house, get the kids, get the family. And at some point, happiness will magically show up. <laughs> But it doesn't for most people. And so I came to understand that it's actually a complex answer in terms of what that means and how do we find our way there. And what I realized is 
you know, in all of this research, I figured out how to do it for myself. And then that became my mission is I thought, why don't I just put a simple solution together, a simple system that people can learn in just six weeks and really retrain the brain, retrain our mindset, retrain our thoughts and feelings all the way back to balance. So shift away from stress and anxiety and the things that worry us, understand how our brains work, how human beings have evolved for survival versus happiness or success and how sometimes our very nature works against us. You know, it's kind of like when you're trying to follow a a new fitness routine, you have to know what barriers are going to come up when you start a new fitness regime. Sometimes you're going to, if you're training for a marathon, for example, you have to know how to keep your body hydrated, how to have the right nutrition so that it can take you from the starting line to the finish line. You have to learn how to pace yourself. You have to learn how to hit one milestone after the other. You have to learn how to train for it. And life is no different except in life, you're just given the instruction, go. (laughs) And that doesn't get us there. It's much more complex than that. And so I set out to figure out how do I package a whole system together. And so I created the system called the rewire system. And it's all about retraining the brain, rewiring the brain back to balance, back to peak performance and away from all of those things that are barriers to our success now. I love your work, Zara. Thank you. It's really beautiful. I love the intention too behind it. Ah, Helping yourself and others at the same time. (laughs) That's really, really beautiful. We'll talk about that in a moment, the rewired system that you have created and also your book. I have more questions Mm -hmm. for you. But before that, I do have a question that's about your book. So the book is titled Six Weeks to Happy, The Ultimate Roadmap to Retrain Your Brain for Better Health, Greater Abundance and Long-Lasting Happiness. And then the dedication yes. of your book caught my attention because you dedicate the book <laughs> to love. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. Of course, I have to use the same word. You say to love because that's all there is. So you start like that, which resonates true to me, to the heart. And then you yes. say we yes. learn the interconnectedness of all things. And the only way to this place is to honor our authentic selves to be okay with our imperfections and to have the courage to heal and love anyway, as you've been saying that word. And then you also said, it is only in learning to slow down, lean into healing and surrender ourselves entirely that we find our true strength, self-love and the deep connection we all seek. This is really profound. And you begin with that, which to me is like, I mean, yeah, it's, you're delivering the message so powerfully. And then with the question I asked earlier, it takes practice. That's interesting. We think that, uh, yeah, that we can just realize these things, right? Like it's an Mm -hmm. understanding, an intellectual understanding, but it's not. So with that in mind, I wanted to ask you about authenticity. How would you describe what is to be authentic or authenticity? How would you describe that? Well, that's a great question. You know, again, in this whole line of, you know, getting marching orders for this life and people really not asking, you know, we're not being asked as we go through life, how to navigate through it or what it means to live a happy life. And so I think for me, being authentic is really knowing your true self and being aligned with that. And then 
designing a life around, so I would call them your values. So your values are the things that are important to you, the concepts, the underlying themes that are important to you in your life. So for example, one of my favorite top values is autonomy and freedom or two of them. And so if, if my top values and what makes me feel my most alive is freedom, then I couldn't possibly be happy in a relationship where my partner was very controlling, for example. I would need to be in a relationship where we had absolute trust with each other, where we were committed to loving and supporting each other through whatever we needed to in life. But I need to have that level of dedication and trust without somebody to control who I see, where I go, how I do things, because that would feel like I was being suffocated or stifled in a way. And how that plays out, how that same value plays out in the workforce, for example, if your top value is freedom, do you think you're going to be happy going into an office Mm -hmm. Monday to Friday, nine to five? (laughs) Right. No, of course not. But most people don't think about this, right? And so I always knew that I didn't like going into the corporate world. And, you know, I had a blast and I had a great career and I I achieved a very high level of success in that in that consulting world. But I knew ultimately, one day I was going to have my own business and it was going to be remote. And I'll just describe what that vision looked like to you. I wanted to work from a beach house. I wanted the ability to have a virtual business where I got to work from anywhere in the world. If I want to rent a villa in Italy for a month, I can go do that. And I can run virtual workshops. And years later, I live in Miami. I'm looking at the ocean. I live on the beach. My business is virtual because I'm working at my dining room table with this amazing view, with this amazing podcast host that Mm -hmm. I get to speak with. and. (laughs) whose work is aligned with mine. And we get to do amazing things to help people really change their lives and bring some, bring some peace and some power and some thought leadership back into the world and really create a a situation where people can live from a, from a happier place. So for me, authenticity is really about understanding who you are and what works for you. Because if you're not living in alignment with your values, then you can't be living in an inspired way. You can't feel excited about your life. It's costing you something when you're not living in alignment with your values. So if my top value is freedom and I'm living in a very controlled world, I'm going to be a very unhappy girl. <laughs> yeah. Right. On the other hand, yeah. I've had clients who value consistency. You know, maybe it came from an early childhood experience where, They felt very alone in this world. And so now what's important to this person is they need to feel in control of as much of their life as they can. And so I'll just share with you um, a case study. It was a couple I was working with many years ago. And Glenn was happy-go-lucky, super, super nice, sociable, easy to be with sort of person. His wife was a, she was a successful executive. He had a thriving business himself, but for some reason she was very spontaneous and he liked a lot of structure. And so they were going out one weekend and it was Saturday morning and she said, you know, oh, I know, why don't we go for a walk and we can stop at this restaurant that we love and have lunch. And he said, oh, great, let's do that. Let's leave around this time. And they had a plan and they agreed. 
And somewhere along the way, she said, oh, you know, would you mind if I just popped into this shop? I forgot that I needed something this week. And the minute she took longer than five minutes to browse the store, his entire mood shifted. And all of a sudden, they went into a whole toxic spiral, which neither of them could understand of why this caused such a big rift. The whole weekend was blown. They were upset with each other now. Everything was beautiful Saturday morning. They didn't figure it out until Sunday afternoon. The whole weekend spoiled. And so I worked with them. And what we came to understand was Glenn's need for stability and for structure needed him to, we needed to communicate plan changes with him in advance. It was something that simple. But once you were able to build in what he needed and what he valued, his wife was then able to to turn things around. And now they change plans as often as they want and nobody gets upset and they're, they're much happier and live with a lot less tension in their relationship. So, you know, that's a way of being authentic. You have to start paying attention to how you feel in different situations and you have to be able to understand what are your subconscious patterns running in the background that may be causing you to respond to life events in a different way than you would otherwise choose? So if we are, you know, in the world of neuroscience and, and psychology, you understand that we are 5% conscious mind, 95% subconscious. So what that means is there are a lot of things operating beneath our awareness, beyond our understanding in our subconscious mind. And so when we wake up in the morning, we think we're in control of our life, but we're really only seeing 5% of what's going on. And all learning, all behavior, all change happens at the subconscious level. So when Glenn wanted to go and have a fabulous day with his wife and they had a beautiful plan to enjoy the day. He could not understand what unraveled for him. And what unraveled for him was he had a story running in his background. So if you imagine your subconscious is like an operating system and your ability, your, your, your computer's power is as good as his operating system. If your operating system isn't running smoothly, everything's going to crash. Everything's going to be bumpy and you're going to constantly have to reset and restart, reset and restart. Life is just like this. If there are things running in your background, so if we have stories in our background, and what I've come to realize is most people have one of one or two of five stories. I shared with you that mine was, I'm not enough, or I'm not good enough. Well, how that plays out in your life is, imagine that same person with a not enough story in a relationship. How close are you going to be able to get to having a healthy, loving, open-hearted relationship? Do you think if you feel like you're not enough on the inside, you're going to have the ability to be open and vulnerable, like you really need to be in a relationship, or are you going to be guarded and protect yourself? So that little story is now running your relationship, not you. And then how that plays out in your work situation. So now you've started a job. You're not even sure if you like this job because maybe you value freedom and you're, <laughs> you're going into an office nine to five, but your feeling and your story that's running that says I'm not enough says I would love to start my own business, but I don't think I have enough experience or I don't think I have the financial capability or I don't think I have the funding or I don't think I have the education. It doesn't always sound like I'm not enough, but it is 
getting you stuck and it is stopping you from having the life you desire and the life that you want. And I promise you, nothing is difficult if you can just create an awareness of which of these five themes are running in your background, you can create power over it. If you're aware of something and you could name it and you can see it, you can't unsee it about you. So if you can catch yourself in that thought pattern, in that fear pattern, as it's playing out in your life, you can't not see it as you move forward. And once you can recognize it and you can see where it stops you, then you can begin to rewrite your story. And so I put those five themes into the book, Six Weeks to Happy, and into the rewire system so that people can start the work of training away from this. And it's so genius, honestly. It didn't matter if I was talking to a high-level CEO or a mid-level manager or a student straight out of school. We all, and I mean, when I looked at the data, it was 100% of people that I coached fell into one or two of these five categories. We don't all have five of them. But we all have one of them. And there's so much power in being able to train beyond that. And literally look at the barrier in front of you, pick that roadblock up, push it aside, and then be able to see a way forward. That's powerful. I have a question for you about values and beliefs. Do you see them in the same way? Are they the same somehow? Um, well, I would say a belief system can be something that's running either in your conscious or your subconscious that is the framework for how you operate in your life. So for example, if you have a belief that you are good at something or capable of something great, that can get you places. But if you believe you're good but not great, well, that's going to stop you. It will get you places, but it's going to stop you. And belief systems can be shifted. I think values are more static because values we don't always choose values are what's important to you. So we talked about freedom as a value. We talked about autonomy as a value. We talked about uh, consistency as a value. Some people might value family. So for example, if, if family is one of your top values, it's not to say that everyone else doesn't put their family forward or put their family first as their top level priorities, but somebody that prioritizes family because it's a value and it's what's important to them, they will make a different set of choices than somebody who values accomplishment or success in business higher than they value family, right? As an example, if you value love versus business or life success, then maybe you'll make different choices about how you spend your time. So I do think they're mm, different. That's, that's yeah. what I've seen from my research so far. Yeah. So values, they don't change. Basically, in belief systems, they do change. They are flexible. They can change if you have the tools to change it. True. Yes. <laughs> yes, so true. And uh, speaking of tools, so the system that you have created, it's called, again, Rewire System. Yes. So you have, it's an acronym and you have all the practices. Would be okay to go through them, Zara? Of course, of course. So thank you. And, and great question about beliefs and values. I loved answering that on the fly like that. I was, um, it, it was genius and it made me think. And I think, I think that's why this work is so powerful because the rewire system literally helps you change your whole belief patterns that are stopping you now from having the life that you want. So rewire is an acronym, as you said. And it's basically a six-week program that I take you through. 
And it's all incorporated in the book, Six Weeks to Happy. And you learn three tools per week. Each one of those tools has a primary and a secondary. It, it acts as an intervention for one of the four bodies. So you're retraining each of the four bodies back to balance as you go through the rewire system. So the first R in rewire is for relax and quiet the mind. So I talked a little bit about how we evolved to be really good at survival and how we are 5% conscious mind, 95% subconscious. And so we have something called a negativity bias, which is built into us. We have a very strong fight or flight response. And what this means is that we are on high alert for danger. So if you think about in past, we used to be able to, you know, flee to safety when a dangerous predator was on our tail and our fight or flight response acted like a gas pedal, gave us that rush of adrenaline. We were able to run off to safety. But when we were safe, our brains at that time signaled our bodies to come back to calm. There's no more threat. It's okay. You're safe. Think of today's day and age. We have so many different things demanding our time and our energy. At work, we don't even have one email box anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we have two or three uh-huh, between our personal, right? Uh-huh. Between our personal and our work. We have how many different ways for people to message us? Yeah. Voicemail, text message, WhatsApp, Skype, you name it. I mean, every time my phone pings, every time something requires your time and your attention, it is requiring your energy. And every time that happens, our stress response, our fight or flight response is getting hit. And we have forgotten our own natural ability to get back to calm. And so you learn in that first module, relax and quiet the mind, three different techniques to retrain your brain and your central nervous system back to balance, back to calm and undo the years of unknowingly training our stress response. And so you're retraining almost like retraining your calm muscles, if you will. And so we do get into meditation and mindfulness a little bit, but not in the not in the Eastern sense, not in the spiritual sense, not in the woo sense. I'm all about science and data. Give me something that works and help me understand why. And I want it to work fast. And so that's why I created this. And so that first chapter is, oh my gosh, you can't create anything new if you're coming from a place of stress, worry, and anxiety. So first thing we need to do is just stop. Just be still. Learn how to just be still and calm the mind. Then the next thing is the E and the first E in rewire. And that's all about eliminating the noise. And so we dive into your life. Remember I said, nobody really asks us what you need to be happy. And so this helps you go into, okay, well, what is it you specifically need? What are the things that are important to you? What are the stories running in your background? And so here's where we map out those five limiting core beliefs. And you get to feel which ones belong to you. And I go through a whole different series of exercises I take you through where you actually get to do this for yourself and go through a whole range of different patterns of behavior. Because like I said, the the not enough story doesn't always sound like that. It might sound completely different and it could be stopping you in love. It could be stopping you from gaining joy and freedom in your life. It could be stopping you from wealth and abundance or even good health. Because if you haven't healed yourself mentally and emotionally in those bodies, then 
your ability to be healthy physically is going to be impacted as well. And when you don't heal yourself mentally, emotionally, and you're not vibrating with love and, and light in those areas, then your physical body is going to, it's, it's going to feel the impacts. You're going to have chronic inflammation. You're going to have stress and anxiety related issues in the body, high blood pressure, heart issues, disease, and so autoimmune disorders, you know, so you really have to look after the other bodies as well. And then with the, with the W, so now we have learned to quiet the mind. We've removed the noise. We've removed the fear patterns and the blocks that are barriers to your happiness and success. And now we get to go in and say, okay, what do you need so that you feel you're most alive, you're most impassionate, you're, you know, you're most excited, you're, you're, I said impassionate, I meant impassioned. Um, you know, you're most excited. I want you to be living your life as though you're flourishing, as though you're thriving, as though you feel you're most alive. And so we get to map out all of these different areas in your life. And this came from my research as well, because as I was coaching people, I have to get into their model of the world to understand what they've constructed and what tells them they can't have everything that they want. And so it's my job as a coach to get in there, figure out where their walls are, and then be able to help them see more possibility. And as I was doing that, the next thing we normally do is we define their goals and then I help them figure out a plan to get there. And as we were figuring out their goals, I would ask them always, how do you think you'll feel when you get there? Can you imagine that moment? Because we also have to figure out all of the barriers to success in order to define a plan for them to get there. And what I realized is most people couldn't even actually tell me that when they got there, would it make them any happier? Would it bring them more peace, more comfort? What would they gain from it? And so I, I was so shocked by that. You know, most people really couldn't answer the question, what do you need to be happy? What do you specifically need? And so I thought, let me take a step back. I'm going to map out, you know, all areas of the life wheel, financial, intellectual stimulation, spiritual, soulful, family, social community, health and fitness, you know, all of the areas of your life and really map out what do you need to feel your absolute best. And here's the thing about needs. Your needs are non-negotiable. If you're not having your needs met, over time we start to get cranky and irritable and overtired and then we're running on empty. We don't know how to manage our energy. We can't manage our emotions. That becomes really tricky because most of us are in relationships. We have friendships. We have relationships with our partner. We have families. We have kids. We have relationships at work. And so if you're not able to manage your emotions, your ability to interact with other people becomes diminished as well. You're not as in control of how you want to feel all of the time. And so that's what that next step is, is what do you need to feel your best? And then once you know and you're in charge of your energy and your emotional levels, you can actually negotiate that with the people around you and you can teach them the same set of tools as well. And then we, we get to the eye and rewire. So now we've quieted the mind. We've retrained the brain back to balance, back to calm. We've retrained the body back to calm. We've eliminated the noise. We've figured out what you need. And now we're in an open clearing. Now we get to imagine a whole new life for yourself. So here's the part where you get to design your new life. Imagine 
what that would feel like. What are the things that would really light you up? Not what everyone says you should be doing. What are the things that really would excite you? You know, if I wanted to go down a whole route of of a new fitness regime and somebody came to me and said, oh my God, I'm training for a marathon. You would love this. I wake up at 5 a.m. I feel so energized. I train for three hours. I start my day at eight. I would say you're absolutely crazy. There's no way I'm doing that. (laughs) Yes. You know, so it would have to be something that speaks to me. What are the, what are, what is the workout I'm going to do that gives me the strength, the flexibility, the energy that makes my body feel good? Because I don't want to be a marathon runner. My body doesn't like that. You know, so really tapping into your personal plan. And here's where you get to design it for yourself. And then I give you some tools to rewire the brain away from all of those old fear patterns, all of those thought and feeling patterns that had you stuck. We need to replace that with a whole new mindset. So we need to create a whole new set of neurology. And why I chose six weeks is because we've come to discover in the world of neuroscience that the brain is changeable. And the brain shows lasting signs of change after six weeks. It's at 35 to 42 days. And what the brain does is it's so incredibly intelligent that it actually dismantles resources from neural pathways and circuitry that is no longer using them to to new neural pathways. So if you think of a thought, feeling, and action pattern as, as almost like a set of train tracks through your brain, So let's say you wake up in the morning and your subconscious is running that operating system and you're running on autopilot. And so the set of thoughts you have in the morning is, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I'm going to get through my day. And then all of the feelings of nervous tension and stress start to come up. And then the physical sensations in your body start to make you feel tired. You feel tension in your shoulders. Your gut gets tight. Your breathing gets tight. Your chest gets tight. Well, if you're in that thought and feeling pattern, what behaviors are going to go with it? Is that the day you're going to start the new diet? Is that the day you're going to start your new business? Is that the day you're going to start that new PhD or whatever, whatever goal it is for you? Probably not. That's the day you're going to be kind to yourself and say, you know what? Not today. I'm just going to get through today. We'll figure it out later. I'll think about it later. And then months pass or years pass, and we're in that same loop. Well, we need to replace that with a much more empowering thought and feeling loop. Because if you're waking up, and instead of an autopilot, you are able to consciously choose what you want to think and feel in any moment, that's so much more powerful. If you could just wake up and set that intention for the day, and sit for five or 10 minutes. It doesn't even have to be a meditation. If you just sit and think about your day and ask yourself, how do I want to feel? How do I want everything to go? And really just imagine yourself feeling full of hope, feeling deserving and capable and certain, and just picturing and visualizing everything going smoothly, everything coming together effortlessly. Miraculously, it does. Because if you're waking up more empowered state, then the feelings that elevate and the feelings that go with those thoughts are going to be much more clear. You're going to be filled with gratitude. You're going to wake up much more excited versus stressed. You can't be stressed and grateful at the same time. You're going to be stressed and hopeful at the same time. So 
So now you're rewiring the brain with a whole new set of thoughts and feelings. And if you wake up in the morning knowing you absolutely could not fail and you wake up in the morning knowing in your inner core that you absolutely can do it and you're going to go after your dreams today and you will do whatever it takes, you will easily overcome every challenge. The resources will show up. The right doors will show up. If you don't have the funding, you'll find a way to get the funding. Whatever your goal is. Now that whole set of thoughts and feelings, and you can, you can hear even from my voice that my voice is more excited because it's Mm. not defeated. Yeah. Yeah. Just getting into that mindset Mm. shifts everything in your physical body. You're creating new neurology, you're retraining and rewiring the brain and you're hardwiring a whole new set of programming that says, yes, I can. Absolutely. I can do absolutely anything I set my mind to. Then When you wake up in that state of mind with those thoughts and feelings together, do you think you're going to go after your goals that day? Absolutely. Because the behaviors that follow are aligned with the thoughts and feelings. So this goes into, now we go into a little bit of visualization because when you go into the world of neuroscience, the brain doesn't know real from perceived. And in this whole world of retraining the brain, we have to consciously stay and choose to stay in that new, more empowered mindset. Because if all it takes is six weeks, then instead of, you know, let's say it's a diet and, and you decide to eat chocolate cake or pizza, mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. it is that is your <laughs> fries or whatever. And then it's not just that you have this little cheat meal. If you're doing well all week and you're hitting your goals and then one day you blow it all out of the water, it can go one of two ways. You can either say, I've been so good, I'm going to give myself this little treat and I'm going to get right back into the same set of my, the same mindset that I was before and empower myself to continue on. The other side is you can go into a complete loop of old things where you start to feel badly about yourself. You've disappointed yourself. You've let yourself down. And that's an awful, awful place to be because like how we, we say in the coaching world, how you do one thing is how you do many things. So if you're there, then you're letting yourself down in other areas as well. And that place is really hard to be in. It's sad. It's a place of desperation. It's where we feel stuck. It's where we feel like we'll never be able to change anything. And it's so deflating and it's so disempowering. I don't want anyone to be in that state of mind. If you can learn the tools to pull yourself up out of it and then learn the tools to stay in that state of flow. And so that's what the next chapter is about. It's a repeat to rewire. So creating a personal plan, a daily practice that you're going to do, because it doesn't make sense if I tell you to run the marathon, if there's no chance that you're going to run the marathon. <laughs> True. Yeah. But if I tell you instead, what excites you? Give me five things that excite you that you're going to do because they're easy and they're available to you. That you'll do. That's a much more motivating and, and easy to follow um, set of behavior. So this is where you get to create your personal plan and make sure that you've got a daily practice that keeps you in that state of flow. You know, so you can go to a weekend course and you can be super excited about all of the things you're going to bring to your life that changes things. And then after a few weeks, what happens? Well, you just get stuck back in old patterns again. And I don't want that to happen. So I wanted to make sure I included in the rewire system, a set of tools to keep you there pause and reset to keep you in that state of flow and to keep you in that elevated, empowered new mindset that you've just built for yourself. Because in that world, you're unstoppable. 
And then the last part of rewire is, okay, so now we've retrained the brain back to calm. We've removed all of the noise. We've shifted all your priorities around so you can better manage your energy. You can better manage your emotions. We've figured out what you need to live your best life. We've created and designed a whole plan for it. And so this last part is, okay, why don't we go even bigger? So this is about staying in an expanded and elevated mindset, really just blowing out any limitations that ever were in front of you in terms of anything. And you just get to go bigger and bigger and bigger with your life. And I swear it's, it's a game changer. Mm. Oh my God. It so sounds like it. <laughs> well, if I could um, use a different name for your system would be the flourishing plan or the flourishing oh, path. Because yes. <laughs> it sounds yes, like it's actually name. studied with him. I actually studied with Martin Seligman. I did his Applied Positive Psychology program, and he does the PERMA V model. <laughs> so that his, makes his sense. His book, Flourishing. But yeah. yes, this is really about, you know, how to teach people how to be thriving and flourishing. So you're absolutely right. And I wanted to make sure that I didn't just give people the tools to affect change now, but how to stay in that mindset and how to go bigger and bigger and bigger. Because, I mean, that's an exciting world we would all want to live in. That's so true, Zara. Thank you so much for being you and doing what you do. <laughs> It's interesting, like, as a reminder, too, like, I don't have a coach myself. I speak to them all the time, every day, almost. Yes. So I get different perspectives and different. But it's interesting how it goes back to practicing and becoming aware mm -hmm. of what's running the system within ourselves and Ah, and just practicing to always return to that balance that, I mean, the word flourish is beautiful, rewired yes. too, because that's what we need. This, It's almost like um, life itself, we see that in nature. There's, it's always yes. renewing itself. So what, we are Correct. nature too, so why not? We are nature and sometimes, you know, our own processes work against our our intention, our desire to be happy or wealthy or healthy or successful. And so I wanted to really, this was the piece that was missing for me is, okay, I can teach you a hundred wealth strategies, but why can't I get there? And it's because there's a little story running in your background. If you remove that and create an awareness, then you have power over it. And so I wanted to make sure it included that whole set of fears, because unless you can remove the barriers to your success today, it's going to be much, much more difficult to get there. And so, you know, most people know if they want something different or, or they, they know they want something different, but they don't really know where to start. So if you want a different outcome, then we need to learn how to change our behaviors. If we want to change our behaviors, we have to learn how to think and feel differently, how to consciously choose to think and feel differently. I think for me, that's what, that's what the world consciousness is, is really right or wrong. This is um, a work in progress. This is, you know, how I'm coming to understand how I would describe happiness would be, yes, it includes a state of physical well-being where we feel our strongest and most energized, but it also is to be in a mindset where we get to choose how to feel and think in any given moment. And I think that's what consciousness is about, is the ability to choose to get away from our old programming. And that's why I called it the rewire system, is because we really need to retrain and rewire away from the things that don't work. 
And so it's like, you know, it's like trying to navigate through life and get a new result with what you know now is like trying to navigate with an outdated map. You know, every successful athlete or business person I know has a coach. You, you, may, you say you don't have a coach and yet you have many of them. Oh, I, have too, I have too many here. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> so true, Sarah. I have right? lots and, of them. And so whether it's Tony Robbins or Tiger Woods, if you want to be at the top of your game, you need a coach. You know, I can teach you hundreds of strategies to improve the quality of your life. But what I've done is I've taken the top 18 strategies and I put them into my book and into the rewire system. And you can learn three simple tools per week in just six weeks. All it takes, I swear, is as little as 10 minutes per day. And we can get you on the path to greater success, to better health, to greater wealth and to long lasting peace and happiness. Nobody needs to suffer anymore. Mm, Life is too short. So we're almost at the end. I do have the ending questions for you, Zara. Mm -hmm. Let me see. Before I ask you these questions, would you like a couple of them? Would you like to add anything else that we didn't discuss or read a passage in your book? Um, Sure. Well, I'd like to invite your audience to start their journey to happiness. And all you have to do is go to sixweekstohappy.com. We actually have a special promotion for your audience as well, where they can get 30% off the book in Amazon with the promo code HAPPY30 and get started with the book, get started with the GetZend app. Don't hesitate. Life is too short. Start to rewire today. Yes, wonderful. And I'll have the link of your website on your podcast profile. What is another word for freedom? Hmm. Independence, I would say. Being able to think and feel independent of other people's approval, of any measure of control, being authentically yourself, standing in your truth. I think I think independence or autonomy are are two good synonyms for, for freedom because you really, you know, freedom for me is more than, you know, more than just being able to take a holiday and and feeling free of worry. Freedom for me is really waking up in the morning with an overwhelming sense of gratitude and peace, feeling comfortable in the knowing that your bills are taken care of, that you don't have daily stresses anymore, knowing you have freedom in times of time, money, energy to do whatever you want to do to live life on your terms. So I, I think, you know, and, and other people's opinions is never a recipe for happiness, is never a recipe for being authentically you. So I, I love that question. Thank you. Yeah, I love your answer. And that would be the same answer for success, Zara. That's how you define success. Well, I think success is different for everyone, like happiness. I don't think it's a one-size-fits-all plan, you know. I can meet somebody that lives on the West Coast, and for them, their happy place is in the mountains skiing. My happy place is here on the beach. I need to be close to water. I need to be on the ocean. I lived in L.A. for a year and, you know, the the dry, arid mountains of California, for example, they didn't inspire me. They didn't make me feel good. When I'm by the ocean, for example, it's almost spiritual for me. It grounds me. I feel the rhythm of the water and it's immediately calming. So I think success has to be defined by everyone uniquely. If you're happy living, you know, a comfortable life and you want to travel the world in a in an RV 
go crazy. <laughs> you should do absolutely what makes you feel happy. If you want to live with nature and grind your own coffee beans and live off the earth, and then you want to live in a, in a blue zone. You want to go to somewhere like Costa Rica, and that's what would make you happy. Well, for the rest of us, if you like living in a world where you get to travel to Europe and stay on a hilltop hotel and live a life where you have more excitement, more freedom, then that's what success is for you. You want to have love. You want to have family. You want to have connection to your community. You want to be able to give back. So I think success is very personal. And I think we need to redefine it because I don't think, I don't think you can have, I don't think you can have success without happiness. Uh, yes. I think they go hand in hand. Yes. A billion times to that beautiful answer of yours. Yes. <laughs> Very personal. And the idea of happiness too. So thank you so much again, Zara, for what you do, for being you. I love how authentic, how knowledgeable, how wise you are. Thank you so much oh. for the inspiration. Well, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. And thank you for all of the amazing work that you do with your wonderful guests and and the work that you did to create this show and to bring this message and bring people together um, to shift into a whole new way of thinking. So we're on the same team. Yeah, and, and I want to yes. thank you for your amazing work and for having me. Yeah, thank you again. And before we say goodbye again, where can we find more information about you, your books, your work, products, services, and future projects? You can either go to getzen.com, that's G-E-T-Z-E-N-D.com, or just go to sixweekstohappy.com, and you'll find the app and the book and our coaching programs and sign up for our newsletter and stay on top of everything. We'll have a bunch of free giveaways on that website as well, so you'll get to hear some. Um, you'll get a free copy of an ebook, and you'll get our happiness quiz and, and lots of great little giveaways, so... Start your journey to happiness and success today. Mm, wonderful. Thank you so much again, Sarah. And we'll talk soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Zara Carson and her work, please visit GetZend.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.